Welcome to our radio broadcast, In the Name of Jesus Christ. My name is Daisy Davis. I am the pastor of Gateway Tabernacle Church, located at 809 South Lincoln Street in Martinsville, Indiana. Our service times are Sunday morning, 10 a.m., Sunday evening at 6 p.m., Tuesday prayer service at 7 p.m., and Thursday night Bible study at 7 p.m. At Gateway Tabernacle, our door is always open and everyone is welcome. Our motto is, where love abounds. This song is by Pat Davis. Unworthy am I of the grace that he gave. Unworthy to hold to his hand. Amazed that the king would reach down to a slave. Such love I cannot understand. Unworthy. I'm so unworthy A beggar In bondage and alone But he My sorrow and sickness put stripes on his back. My sin caused the blood that was shed. My faults and my failure had woven a crown of thorns that they placed on his head Unworthy Oh, I'm so unworthy A beggar In bondage and alone Oh, but he made me worthy And now by his mercy has made me his own. This song is by Reverend Stephen Gentry from Edinburgh, Indiana. This song was recorded live in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Stephen will be our feature artist on Sunday, August 4th. Food will be served at 4 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall, and music will begin at 6 p.m. in the Sanctuary. We will have an open mic time for local singers and artists as well. The concert is free of charge, but a love offering will be taken up for the feature artist. Mark your calendars. It's going to be a great event. Glory to God. How many of you know he's a lily of the valley? Amen. Lily of the valley, let your sweet aroma fill my life. 
and rolls of share and show me how to grow in beauty in God's sight. Fairest of ten thousand, make me a reflection of your life. Taste us shine down on let your love shine through me in the night. Oh, lead me, Lord, I'll follow anywhere you open up that door. And let your
This song is by Pat Davis. Oh, I wish somebody would catch on fire, catch on fire, catch on fire. I wish somebody would catch on fire, burning with a holy ghost. Oh, I wish somebody would get a desire, get a desire. Get a desire, I wish somebody would Get a desire, burning with a Holy Ghost Ooh, I wish somebody would Climb up a little higher Up a little higher Up a little higher I wish somebody would Climb up a little higher This message is from Jerry Harshi. No matter what comes your way, That's right. no matter the situation in your life, 
no matter the things going on about you or in you, yes, God is good. good. And no matter what's pressing down on you, your spirit has to reach out saying God is good. Yes, you know, we're coming to springtime, aren't we? And the seeds are in the ground. If they don't reach up, they'll die in the ground. And they won't bring forth. Spiritually, we're coming out of a spiritual winter. And in our spirit, we must reach up towards the sun, towards the warmth, towards the light to bring forth. And if we don't, we'll die. Now, who's in here planted seeds? Who's ever planted seeds? Or both? Do they all come up? You get a packet of, of 100 seeds and get 20 plants. Why is that? They're all seeds. They're all good. Some of them are planted too deep. Some of them are planted in the rocks. If you're Brother Jerry, you've planted bobs upside down before. Somebody in China is going, what is that? I never planted that. What is that? But they were planted incorrectly. Are they supposed to be watered daily? You water them once a week? There's always a reason why. And in our spiritual life, if things aren't coming forth properly, there is a reason why. God's not dead. That's no. right. Amen. It's not God. Amen. It's not the seed. Come on. The seed's good. The seed's good. But we're doing something improperly. That's right. How often do we water ourselves? It's true. What kind of ground are we planted in? Now I'm talking about the gift that God gave us. <laughs> there's treasure in an earthen vessel now the treasures of God but the vessel is ours and we have so much to do with what happens with the treasures Amen. so God's good Amen. and he will bring that All to come forth if you allow him to if you will do the things that he tells you to do right Anybody, if you planted a seed and said sow it in April the 22nd and you sow it in October the 4th what's going to happen if you take it out, man, I can't wait for spring to get here. I'm going to plant something today. My, my dad's planting stuff right now. If you take tomato plants out and put them out this week, and it gets down to 28 on Thursday, which is supposed to do, what's going to happen to that tomato plant? You'll kill it. Unless you don't protect it. So there's a time and season for all things. And that's why we should be master gardeners of His Spirit. And you know, this like spring, last year my wife and I planted flowers for the first time in our life. We really planted a lot of flowers. And so they come up and I, that's not really what I thought it was going to be. I, I grew things that ended up being this high that I thought it was going to be little short things. Right? They got big and gangly and fell over and got in the way. And we planted some things. I planted um, primroses because my mom likes them. And I planted them in the sun. And they died. And my mom said, you got to plant those in the shade. So I dug them up and I planted them in the shade and they still died. Okay? Well, see, what happened? I, I done something wrong. But the good thing about God and about and about life is, you know what? I get to try again this year. That's right. Amen. I messed up last year, but I can try again this year. And some things I found out I don't like. Like, since I killed them twice, I don't like primroses. And I'm not going to find no primroses this year. Right? Because there's, there's thousands of different kind of flowers. And so this year I'll plant other things. And sometimes we planted some little flower that flowered all year long. No matter what you done to them, they just flowered. They were beautiful. I'm going to plant a whole lot of those this year. Because I found out I like those. Right? And it's that way in the spirit. We, if we mess up, you get up and you walk again. And some things you'll find out you can do 
Some things you can't That's do. Right. Some things you enjoy. Some things you won't enjoy. Uh -huh. And as you go on, do the things that you're good at. Uh -huh. And work on the things that you're bad at. Uh -huh. And try to find the things that God wants you to do. And try to turn away from the things that He don't want you to do. Uh -huh. Amen. And it's trial and error, hit and miss. But if you stay in this way, if you walk daily in this way, yeah. you'll eventually start finding your way out. Yes. It's like in life. Everybody right now, your position in life, you were born this way, weren't you? That's right. If you're a manager, you was born a manager. You come out, you come out of, you know, you got birth and learned to talk and you was telling your mom how to run the house. Because you're a manager. <laughs> I run a big business. I should be able to tell mom and dad how to run the house. Now, kids, I know you think you can, but you really can. Okay, I know you think you can. I could tell mom and dad how to do this. this no problem. Or you know what? Or if you were a teacher, you come out, you come right out of the birthday, and you was ready to teach, wasn't you? Or an airplane pilot. Who'd want to set a little kid in front of him? But he, when he's fifty, he's going to be a good airplane pilot. We'll set him there when he's five. No, you have to grow into that thing. You have to develop your gifts. You have to develop your ability. Okay, and it's the same way in God. You may be five in God. Hang in there. Keep on. One day you'll be thirty in God. And you'll be doing a work. And you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. And you'll get paid. By the Spirit. Amen. So God's good. Amen. If I was walking in the wood, and I'm not paying any attention, and there's a snake, a rattlesnake, right here, and I come upon it, and I realize that it's there. Turn and go the other way. Now, there's really only very few things that we can do. Okay. Now, I don't know where this comes from because I'm almost 50 years old, but it seems like to me as a child, they said, if you see a snake, stand still. Keep perfectly still. Okay? So if you keep perfectly still, right, the snake won't bite you. I don't know if you think, I don't know if you think you're a tree or what, but it'll, it'll leave you alone. Now, that's one alternative, right? Plus the fact that you know, that you're scared to death and you can't move even if you run into it. <laughs> so I'm standing here and the snake's right there, right? That's one alternative. And I, I would probably maybe do that. And, and wait for the snake to leave. And when it, after the snake leaves, goes about its way, then you go on about your business, right? Now the second option is when you see the snake, if it's there, you run this way. That's my option. That's what I do. So the, the second option is to run in the opposite direction. The third option is if you, and some of you guys would do this. Some, some guys in here would do this. Maybe some girls, I don't know. But the third option is if you stumble upon something, you attack it. Right? Because that, that, now wait a second. That don't seem like to me that don't seem like a very good idea. <laughs> but now I was also told this as a child. I know nothing about snakes because I don't like them, so I don't go in the woods. But I was told as a small child that if you run from a snake, and my wife says I'm crazy, that they'll chase you. One of them. One of them. Seven ways. Blue races. Now you need to tell this to my wife because I go, when yeah. they'll chase you. They, snakes will not yeah, chase you. Blue race yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the blue snake will chase you. That's what I heard. And they'll run from so you. So the, the, the first thing is, now that's, that's the 40s one at a time. If you stand still 
And if Nate decides it wants to stay there for a day, he won't be there. Well, what if he found a good place that he wants to stay for a while? He can just stay. Then you're going to stay there too. Right? No, no, no. So that might work, and that might not work, depending upon the snake. Maybe he has more time than you do. So that might work, but it might not work. Now the second thing is running. That'll work. Unless he does want to follow you and he's faster than you are. Because then he'll catch you and then he's going to be mad because you made him run. <laughs> so you've taken a snake and you made him angry. And now he's caught up with you. So you have to deal with that. The third option is attack it. Now, that you can get down and Right with him. Right? You better have the equipment to attack it with. But I mean, you could just jump on him. Oh, I don't like think so. Oh, yeah. He's just brave. Or, or, she could throw, take, like, I take my keys out of my pocket. Uh, I, has anybody ever thrown anything on a snake? I just hope that that, that did it. Which actually, I'd be so scared, I'd miss him by about 10 foot. And then we get back into the me running and him again. Now, woodsman, woodsman. What, what's the first lesson of the woods? First of all, don't get lost. But my dad used to go mushroom hunting a lot, and he would always carry a stick. And I thought that was to keep myself and my brother in line. But I found out later in life, that if you see a snake and you have a stick, you can hit him with a stick. Amen. Which is a whole lot better than hitting him with your knuckles. <laughs> so if you're in the woods and you're carrying a stick and you see a snake, you can smack him with a stick. If you have a gun, you can shoot him with a gun. Amen. Right? That's more my style. That's what I want. Okay, now, Hallelujah. what does that have to do with anything? I think the Bible says the devil is a serpent. Yes. Yes. And, you know, he slithers around. And he slithers around the whole time. He's sneaky. And he's constantly, I think the Bible says he's got the roaring lion. Going to and fro on the earth, seeing who he may devour. So he's not like a rattlesnake, he's like a python. He wants to devour us. Why do you think the Bible says put on the armor of God? Has anybody ever been in the woods? Do you wear <clears throat> you wear sandals and shorts? And a t-shirt? Yeah. I'm talking about if you're really in the woods in the summer. Nope. You wear high boots, thick pants, long sleeve shirt. If you think you're going to be in an area where there's snakes, you can wear gloves. You can wear a hat. They, they have all kinds of protection. Why is that? If, if you don't see that snake and he strikes at you, that offers some protection. Amen. There's going to be something there that he gets besides your flesh. So we're supposed to put on a whole armor of God in case we're attacked by a rattlesnake? No. A python? No. By the devil. That's right. We're supposed to carry weapons of war so that we can go fight rattlesnakes? No. Pythons? No. So we can attack the devil. Amen. Because God's real. 
But the devil's real too. Oh, yes, he is. This song is by The Sound in the Wilderness. For more information about our church, events, or to submit your prayer requests or praise reports, visit our website at www.gatewaytabernacle.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and may God bless you.